and welcome to Conversation with a Chef. I'm Joe Ritty and I love sharing with you the conversations I get to have with talented and passionate chefs. It's the backstory, if you will, to the food they're putting up. Today's chat is with Raf Rashid. Raf is the tonic Melbourne needs right now, with his weekly instalments of favourite home-cooked meals from his childhood in Raf's Mean Cuisine on IGTV and YouTube. He cooks up a storm in his Brunswick home kitchen and every week invites a friend along for the ride. It's uplifting and wholesome and you can't help but smile the whole way through. But this isn't the first time that Raf has brought goodness to Melburnians. He's been doing it for a long time. Raf was a pioneer in the food truck scene here and is responsible for beatbox kitchen, taco trucks, all-day donuts and Juanita peaches. Plus, he's just a really nice guy and has great taste in music. I had such a lovely time chatting to Raf, and I can't wait for you to feel the joy too. Hi Raf, it's Joe Ritty here from Conversation with the Chef. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you? I'm good, thank you. So is now a good time to have a chat? Yep, all good. All good. Um, It's really lovely to, to be able to talk to you over the phone, although I always prefer to talk in person, but it's... Funny for me because you don't know what I look like, but I have been watching all of your mean cuisine <laughs> things, and awesome. I feel like I know you really well, but I actually don't know you at all. So, ah, <laughs> uh, well, that's that. That's good. That um, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> well, yeah, that's good, and that's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, first of all, thank you for mean cuisine. I think what an awesome idea and um, such joy. Uh, in this time for people in Melbourne, but but for anyone really watching it. But um, what, oh, cool. <laughs> well, how did you come up with that idea? Um, well, I just um, I always just I like my kitchen, you know, and I like being in there, and I like that it. it's a bit kind of hopeless, and the stove barely works sometimes, and um, I don't know. It's just it's it's just it's something that um, is dear to me. And I just wanted to share that with, with other people, really. Yeah. Um, my, my ideas are that, you know, um, you, you don't need much to make a good meal. And I think I think we get, I think, you know, sometimes we get caught up in the latest, you know, having having something sous vide at home or we're, we're trying, we're, we're buying gadgets that we might use once a year or, you know, bits mm-hmm. and pieces like that. And I just think that I just wanted to bring it all back to where I like to cook and um and do that with 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 um with some of my friends so yeah it's it's pretty basic it's like let's just let's just do this and then i guess yeah that was so that was the sort of that was the um i guess the premise for the um for the for where we filmed it and stuff but the the other part was you know there was all these dishes that i grew up with in the um in the 80s and none of them really appear anymore Mm. And I started thinking about that and I was like, why did these dishes just seem to get thrown on the junk heap, you know? Like <laughs> yeah. what was it what was it about them? And and if I go back and have a look at them now, um are they can, can I are they still delicious and how do I interpret them? So I guess I started thinking about that more and just the, the way that we sort of churn through fashion and and stuff and um, I just thought it would be an interesting thing for me to to have a look at um, in a in a in a you know in in my style you know so yeah yeah 
So how do you decide on the dishes that you cook? Because you've got chow mein, apricot chicken, <laughs> like they're pretty classic, aren't they? Where do yeah, they... they're just they're just they're just um, they're all there I in guess... your head. <laughs> Yeah, kind of. I mean, you know, like I, I used to collect all the women's weekly um, cookbooks, you know, like I just thought they were unreal and I liked it. Yeah. So I guess they were all just kind of around, but I really just went back to what my parents were making for me mm. and and um, and versions of those, you know, like like when I came back, when I, um, I talk about it in the curry sausages sort of episode, it was like, what this <laughs> you know like all i wanted was sausages in a bread now we grew up we grew up in a, in a house that was predominantly cooking curry and rice every night yeah. so my, my dad couldn't even make like regular sausages he had to he had to curry them you know yeah, so yeah. and it was just it, it wasn't great and i i just think um yeah I, I think i just you know i just just picked up from where my parents kind of left it in a, in, a, in, a, in a way yeah yeah and I think um, I, I also have your – I sound like a complete stalker. I also have your book, um, Hungry for That. But I've, oh, had, cool. I've, I've had that for quite a few years. Someone gave it to me um, as a present um, right after it came out. And um, and I, I'm sorry to say I actually haven't cooked anything in it, but, but, but it's such an amazing book for um, – the stories that you tell and your connection with food and that's where I'm going with this really is that it feels like you've always had this really strong connection to family food fun um yeah (laughs) family food fun the triple f yeah that's good yeah and um and I'm but I am sort of really intrigued with how you've made that work out as a living because I know your your dad had a a couple of goes at restaurants and so on and um yeah so, That's right. Yeah, it um, it's kind of you know, it kind of in in a certain way, it kind of killed my family. You know, like it was just so demanding, um, having having one person in a restaurant. Like you, you almost need to have your whole family involved, or or it's just it just can tear the time apart. You know, mm. and and I think in my um in my family's um, it was always my dad. He he was off in the restaurant and. And and I just think it's it, the hours can just be so grueling that it just it just it just puts a wedge in there, and then add 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 finances to it and everything else. So I guess for a lot for quite a few years, I was hesitant to get into it, you know. Mm. Um, even though I was just cooking the whole time, I was, and then it just started to pull 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 at me. Um, and so when it did, when it came time to setting up my um, my my food business, I went for a I went for a model that I could really control, you know. Um, and so that was that was why I kind that was one of the reasons why I started a, a food truck. You know, it was like yeah. I had a small family, and I didn't want to be in in a restaurant every day. I wanted to be with them. So this was the this was the easiest way for me to do. Um, what I wanted to do and start um, kind of pursuing my um, my ideas um, professionally in a kitchen, but it meant that I just had to open up one or two days a week. So yeah, but it, it gave a it gave a balance, I guess. Yeah. Even so, like that's it's a it's a challenge. It's well, it's number one, it's Melbourne, you know, <laughs> food capital of. Um, wherever but um but also as you say there are lots of things to consider and and people well maybe particularly in Melbourne people really follow fashion but you have really um lasted the distance and now you've got quite an empire which I just find so impressive but you introduced food trucks when there weren't food trucks so you know 
that takes a lot of bravery. What did you uh, did you absolutely <laughs> did you know uh, that it thank was? Thank you. You make you make it sound so, so um, you know you make it sound so good, but I, I you know and I, I really appreciate that. But I don't know. It's that that those sort of steps were really natural for me. Yeah. Like I didn't. They just there was just like. You know, I mean, it's been a, it was a pretty steep learning curve in a lot of ways, but yeah. it was, you know, that, that that just was like, oh, cool, we're doing this, and I was like, yeah, we're doing it. Like, there's no, there's no questions. Like, I, you know, like so I you didn't think I'm going to be a pioneer and my name <laughs> will be engraved <laughs> nah, on the no, foundations I, I, of Melbourne? Nah, none of none of that. Just <laughs> like let's let's just go. I mean, you know, like I didn't even know what I honestly didn't even know what social media was really. Mm. And um, all of a sudden, that was oh yeah, do in, you know like use this to promote it. And I was like, oh okay, wow. I just thought that the food would talk for itself, and in a lot of ways it did. But then, then you know, Facebook kind of helped it along, and you know, just certain things, certain bits of timing helped out, and um, yeah, it was it was it was, a, it was a great time, and it still is a great time, you know. There's, yeah. Yeah. There's there's a lot of there's been a, there's a lot of changes and the industry is quite you know it's it, it hurts but you know there's, there's still ways you know like I, I still hear of people doing amazing pop ups at the moment. I know. Yeah. It's very and nice. it's like it's like wow you know like people are still innovating and and that's you know it's yeah, it's, it's it's impressive so yeah. I did really like um, the very cinematic um, description of when you went to the first music festival and the food truck and, <laughs> and the side of it opened and you, all your takings are out down the road. Oh, and it was all, oh man. I, just really, I think there's actually a film in that because the whole <laughs> like, description was so brilliant. But, um, I, t- I told that to my start to the, you know, to the staff at the last Christmas party because I hadn't, sp- I, I, you know, like I hadn't spoken about it in years and they just would. They just looked at me like, oh, man, have we chosen the wrong person <laughs> to roll with? <laughs> and I was like, no, no, I promise, you know, like, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll make sure that I keep the that I keep all the takings locked up from now on. But yeah, it was, um, it was, it was, a, it was crazy that, you know, but they, and, and I, I, I never, I get, I think the fact that I never stressed out, I never really stressed out about that. I was like, okay, cool. Maybe this is my thing, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> is, I guess there's a level of um, DIY kind of let's give this a go, but there must be, I mean, obviously you've got a basis to it. And I'm, I'm just, I mean, you grew up in a family that had restaurants and I know that you seem to have a real, um, a real passion for food, but how did you know, do you know, did you, have you, are you yourself taught? Uh, yeah, I mean, my dad was a cook, and he just sort of—he was also an artist. So he just—he just worked on his on his craft, and he just believed that um, whatever style you put forward is is your style, and um, you know you can you can take on influences and you can take things on. Um, um, but if you've got a voice and 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 you're you're willing to kind of voice it, um, that at some point that'll gravitate with someone, mm. and. Um, and if you're happy with who it gravitates with, great, and just keep just keep running along. Um, I think the most important thing is to have a voice, you know, in, in, what, in whatever you do. So, yeah. Well, you probably stay true to the um, – and when I say simple, I, I don't mean that in any kind of condescending way. Like your food, <laughs> your food is simple. <laughs> no, but actually to achieve simple, you do have to know what flavours go together and you do have to – like even – not even, but in hungry for that – you're doing tacos, burgers, sausages, fish. Like there's 
salads. There's kind of a real range of stuff you do. Where are you finding out about that, or is it just just from your travels? From what? Yeah, it's just it's just like just being inquisitive and and seeing what you know, like things just pop up, and then you just you, I think you just sort of start to develop a style, um, and then. Um, and then you just work within that style. So if you find a new, if you find a new ingredient or a new, or a new, you know, a new flavor or a new, or a new color, even you know, like when I do, when I, when I, when I like to paint pictures or whatever, it's really just about um, having a style and then and then adding to that style and seeing and seeing then when you can push it and how far you can push it, um, and and then also being able to edit edit it down um, and not put out, you know, like. Think of like take time thinking about it. So I take a lot of time just thinking about the combinations, and then um, trying to edit them down. Because mm. um, yeah, for me, less is always more. So yeah, yeah. you know, and then, and then being on the being being with my staff, it's like people that are from different have different skill levels, you know, mm. and it's it's making something that that is going to be able to be made. Um, and understood pretty quickly, mm. I think. You know that that's important to me and 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 the generation that I work with. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah. Mm. And do you reckon you like? Do you like setting yourself challenges? Because I was thinking, you know, donuts. You you brought out your donuts. Everyone raved about how light and fluffy they are, and so on. Do you, do you have to be the best, or what? What is it about? <laughs> what is it about uh, for you? No, I I just have to do. I, I I don't necessarily think it's the best. I just have to do the best that I can do. Mm. So I just need to keep keep tuning it until I feel like I've taken it as far as I can take it. Um, and then and then other people come in and help me collaborate. And, and collaborate with me on recipes and, and things just to see how far because you know there's just been so many talented people have come through and worked together and um, so yeah you know the donut recipe that I that I that I was using in the start has it's developed a little bit but not that much um, and it's just you know like we just I guess we're just always kind of tuning it a little bit but really it was it's just as far as 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 I can take it, I think, mm. and then and then and then you know, trusting that everyone, yeah, just thinks about it critically um, along the way. Yeah, amazing. You're very generous with the um, with what you share in terms of in, in the, the book and um, and even on Instagram, I've seen some some of your advice about you know cooking burgers and so on, not drying them out too much. And I think, it's, <laughs> and then I just don't think there's I just don't think there's any secrets to this life. <laughs> You know, there's no secrets. Like I don't know more than you. I just, I just, I just know what I know, in, um, and how I strive for happiness and every day and and the things that I work in. And I, I, I like to just, I like to just share that. If someone gets something out of it, great. If someone wants to vote on whether they think baked beans or or um, <laughs> tin spaghetti is better in a jaffle, great. It's, it's just hilarious to me. I just like, I just, I just think it's, you know, it's just, it's just a cool thing and. Um, yeah, it's just it's just about sharing, and it, it, and that's why the show has guests in every episode, you know, and um and and you know some of the guests were quite nervous when they came in, and it's just all about trying to just get get to a just have have fun with what we're doing. I know a lot of people always say, "Oh, you just got to be having fun." It's just a it's just it's a strange kind of concept, isn't it? Like. Um, you can't try to have fun. You just you just ha- you're just having fun, or you're not. You know. Yeah. I, I think that's I think that's sort of like food. You know, it's it's delicious or it's not. 
Like, <laughs> well, yeah. and I think um, like you've, you've sort of really hit the nail on the hospitality head as well. That it's um, it's about sharing, it's about fun, it's just about being and being in the moment and enjoying things. And um, and I think that yeah, you've it's it's an absolute joy watching <laughs> watching you on Mean Cuisine or even on those <laughs> Jaffel kind of let's vote or the tuna bake versus the uh, yeah <laughs> yeah those tuna bake like some people some people message me and they're like dude, what are you doing? Tuna bake is cat food. And I'm like, okay, cool. Well, don't, 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 don't eat it then. <laughs> you know, like, well, it gets people talking, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it really does. And, and some people have got a lot to say. Some people have nothing. Some people are happy to just watch. Some people stop me in the street, you know, like some guy shout out the other day. He's like, you know, tuna bake for life. And I was like, oh yeah, cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's just funny. That's just so funny. It's awesome. Anyway. <laughs> well, thank you, and thank you for sharing um, all of that with me just now as well. So I really appreciate that. And um, uh, no problem. Keep up the good work. It's awesome. Uh, thanks, thanks so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Um, yeah. Thanks. Uh, keep stay tuned. Well, yeah. <laughs> You've been listening to Conversation with a Chef. I'm Jo Ritty, and thank you so much for joining me today. If you'd like to read the full transcript of the conversation, you can go to www.conversationwithachef.com or follow me on Instagram so you'll always be up to date with the latest conversation.